This week, our TV time brought us out of the shallows and into some pretty deep conversation. Can we talk about this new Britney Spears musical that was announced yesterday? Yes, we can. Let's do it. I think it is a little bit curious that it's going to be, what, replacing another show? Yes. So um, <laughs> so it's called Once Upon a One More Time, and it's Britney Spears music. Now, it's not about her life, apparently. The biomusical that was canceled was Michael Jackson. Well, that's a shock. Don't stop till you get enough. Yeah, so that has been canceled. Look at them theater people just working a new one right in there. It's like they, you know, it's like they knew this documentary was going to come out and people were going to have issues with listening to his music and celebrating it. And, you know, a certain generation loves some Britney. Oh, that, yeah. That generation is just the Britney generation. You know, I've said this to you off mic that, like, Britney is not really my jam. Okay. But when she lost her mind and shaved her head, I, like, identified with her. I'm like, girl, sure. we have all been there. Yeah, we've so, all, always had a day, like, you want to shave her head. Yeah, just like, okay, I, I feel like I'm going crazy. And whatever, mm-hmm. sometimes that happens. I mean, I took a little bit of flack yesterday because I made a crack about it. And uh, people came at me about, like, a mental health kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but when I put myself in her shoes and I'm telling you, hey, girl, I got you. I'm not making fun of it. I'm being like, yeah, been there. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, the Michael Jackson fans kind of came after me when I was talking about the Michael Jackson doc. Oh, so I heard your bit. They come after that, you know, these fans. Leave Britney alone. I'm like, dude, I was on her side. <laughs> Right. Relax. Yeah, I mean, Oprah even said that on the follow-up, that, you know, these Michael Jackson fans are coming after all of us, even me. Even Oprah? Even Oprah. They did. They actually did. Man, Oprah and Gail have had a busy couple of weeks. They have had a lot going on. You know what? I'm kind of glad that R. Kelly made himself look like an idiot on TV. Yeah. I'm just going to say really it. really backfired. Control yourself, dude. He'd planned that cry out. Oh, he was waiting. Manipulating, Turning ready to go. Turning on the waterworks. Yeah, and that's that's where the, the Michael Jackson thing is, too. I think people really need to see that documentary. You know, Leaving Neverland, it's a big it's a big chunk of your time. It took up my whole day. It's like four hours, it's right? It's four hours, two parts, and then you have to watch the Oprah follow-up because she asks great questions. Ugh. She handles herself very well. I don't know if I'm ready to delve into that. I think everyone should see it. I, I've heard from lots of people that refuse to watch it. Those people have a different opinion, like I did. I had a different opinion before I watched it and came out the other side like, oh, now I get it. Oh, no. So, see, and it's, it's very heavy subject matter. I'm very like walled up when it comes to some of my emotions mm-hmm. and certainly about something so heavy that I'm like I don't know if I want to spend four hours feeling this way but at the same time I'm kind of like I probably should. I think that there's something for everybody in it and I it just affected me days and days later after it. it That's wasn't... what I don't want like yeah. I don't want to feel my feelings especially for days afterwards unless think, they're happy feelings. Well I think it was important for me to work through some of the things that I had been wrestling with so oh man, people are maybe characterizing it too much that it's just like this horror show and stuff. It's not like that. I mean, it wasn't hard for me to watch. Okay. I thought it was very well done. It's a very well made documentary. It, you know, that covers everything because listen, we live in a day and age where people will tear apart everything. They're going to look, people are already looking for holes in it that have not seen it. You know? For real? Yeah, because they're saying, wow. oh, well, he's he's dead. He can't defend himself. Well, it explains why they came out when they did. So, yeah. 10 years later, they weren't waiting for him to die and then they were on a witch hunt right after the day after he died. Mm. This is 10 years later. This is when they had kids and their kids woke them up to what, you know, they were at the age where they were going through it. Well, there's that. And then there's also just the entire idea of a documentary really changing the public's opinion, no matter what it's about. You know what I mean? But just the power of media and film and and all of that. It's able to change minds. It changed yours. Because whenever we heard news about things like R. Kelly, things like that, 
that we, you know, a lot of people, I'm not going to say everybody, but, you know, we're desensitized to the news, right? We we hear the news and then we just move on. Move on. So, but when a documentary, you're seeing it brought to life yeah. from testimony from people that are saying things. So if that's what it takes to wake people up. Did you watch Abducted in Plain Sight? I did. Ugh, that was messed up. And very relatable with the Michael Jackson thing. Yeah. Because everyone's saying, what about the parents? The parents, the parents. It's not about the parents, first of all, you know, because they said that with Abducted in Plain Sight. They said, those parents, what were they thinking? They're so stupid. Uh, 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 and they're blaming the parents. They don't understand the grooming process. But I still think that the parents play a huge role. Like, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Yeah. Especially, I mean, it, as far as Abducted in Plain Sight. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't care how much you're grooming. I don't care how close you are to our family. Like, yeah. you're not doing, yeah, like uncle sleepovers with the young girl. Like, right. it's not going to happen. No, that's inappropriate. And then that's it. I mean, they a therapist, he said, my therapist, you know, they t- they know the therapist. Therapist said, this is part of his therapy. So, and I would be like, I, look, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. They could have they could, they could have drawn the line. Yeah. They could have. I it's have easy to for it us them. to go back and say that, though. I feel like when you're, you're this is like a family member asking you to do all this stuff. I, I mean, it's just, I haven't walked in their shoes. You know, I, had, I don't know what I would do. I understand that they pick certain people are targeted. Mm-hmm. Probably people that have a hard time saying no. I don't have a problem saying no. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I will shut things down. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. But that's me. That's why, hopefully, I'm not walking around with a target on my back. So, tell me what you do in this situation. So, okay. Michael Jackson, at the height of his popularity, okay, he is the biggest celebrity we've had at that time. My Barbies used to date Michael Jackson, okay? Michael Jackson go. and Indiana Jones. Screw Ken. And he, and he's like, you should come over and to the Neverland Ranch. And it's like Disney World. Totally. Would you say no? Would, well, I'm a kid. Okay. Right? Well, what would the kid do? The kid would want to go. Yes, and the kid's not going to, like, I mean. Are the parents going to be, like. the parents be able to say no to Disney World? Can the parents bring you? Yeah, the parents go with them. Well, yeah, then if your mom and dad are with you, yeah. then what's the problem? Your That's guardians are with you. That's what they thought. Yeah, but then you need to draw the line when he's like, hey, sleep over. Mm, yeah, but it didn't exactly happen like that. I mean, you, you have to, like, you know, once again, watch, I'll watch it. how it happens, and they're up all night playing video games. I mean, they're playing for hours and hours and hours. This is like, you know, he's a little kid, and he knows how to manipulate. And I need to watch it. Yeah. I need to watch it. I can't really, I can't speak on the, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, and I can say, like, dude, if I'm a kid and, like, the biggest rock star in the world's like, hey, want to hang out? Of course I'm going to want to. Yes. But I'm also in that unique position of hoping that my parents are like, uh, we'll drive you there and we'll bring you home. No sleepovers and you're going to sleep at 9.30. And then the kid hates you. No, I'm just kidding. Well, and then the kid's <laughs> going to have to get over it because you know what? Like, the kid hates you when you tell them to clean their room, too. Right. I mean, that's just part of raising a kid is that sometimes you need to tell them no. Yeah. Sorry. Well, some people feel the parents should be punished and everything, but I feel like the parent is just going through so much to now find out. I'll have to watch the MJ one for abducted in plain sight. Both of the parents were doing stuff they were not supposed to be doing with the creep. That's added in, right? And and how would you not be weirded out that like, oh, by the way, he wants to take your daughter on overnights? Like, no, them parents. I wanna I wanna smack their heads together. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Some of these people, I don't blame them for being sucked in the whole entertainment industry mm-hmm. and and the celebrity part of it. You know, that's what we're exploring now a lot with with some of these people that they're like, oh, I was a fan of you know that artist, and and that's where it all gets confusing and things like that. I think that we're moving away from that kind of culture. Maybe maybe we're moving away from celebrity culture now. From just buying into it altogether? Yeah, just being like so enamored. Like some of these people are not good people. You know what it is? The masses Mm -hmm. need to separate the celebrity from the person. You know what I mean? Because they can't can't separate the music from the person. Right. Right? Right. So they can't even listen to the music away from what the horrible thing that this person possibly did. I agree. And this Mm kind of goes back to like the Lisa Allen on air on Instagram Mm -hmm. only posted beautiful pictures from New Mexico. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? In real life, I was like afraid to go, like I didn't go anywhere 
wear it by myself because yeah. I wanted to at least have Kenny with me because I was scared. Yeah. I was in a dump. Right. And that's why we have this platform to really give behind the scenes and give the real story. And we're real <laughs> right. people. Right. And we're not what social media, you know. Tell makes, the truth. Makes you out to be. Right. There's a lot of private things that I'm not going to talk about on social media. And maybe I'll talk about it in here. Who knows? Well, that's the whole idea. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we get that because I think we all know I'm not walking around with a filter over my face looking all kinds of good. I mean, right. it's early in the morning. Yeah. Sorry, this is what you're looking at. And I'm at feeling right sicky. I feel like rough. I'm so glad there's no celebrity in the studio that I have to take a picture with because it would be like a zombie next to. But that's just reality. And and the problem is in a social media world, and certainly even more so with celebrities, that uh-huh. people cannot. I mean, it's not real. It's show business. It's a show. Yeah. Like that's not reality. Yeah. And being an entertainment reporter and, and meeting a lot of celebrities and really you know getting to know some of them and some of them I don't care for and some of them uh-huh. I really love and some of them are like a friend and you know it's very easy to get caught up in all this stuff so it's really interesting right now to see some of that being pulled back and America's getting woken up good and I, I'm glad that kind of we have been able to jump in on that mm-hmm. because we've done that here when mm-hmm. we have kind of like weird experiences with celebrities we yeah. tell you about it yeah not when they're sitting here we'll wait for them to leave we'll take <laughs> our picture yeah and then we'll come back in here and be like that dude was a weirdo yeah or wow she was cranky yeah and then other ones story. we get along with so well they're texting you later and we're hanging out with them at after parties yeah so, so it's that's a good, there's good and bad right but the problem with some fans I feel like it's a mental thing that they will not allow them to do anything wrong that they put them up on such a high pedestal and you know when you put someone up on a high pedestal like I cannot even accept that Michael Jackson could be wrong with some of this when you put him up on a pedestal where does that leave you you're down way down below way 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 down it's not a good mental thing they need to be in therapy right right you need to talk to somebody about that yeah because I've had my moments real. hey listen I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I've had my moments of being caught up in it and really just oh my gosh the celebrity and if you treat them like a god they don't like normally like that they want you to just be like a regular person yeah the ego stroke like they don't want you screaming in their face and being so excited can you just be like hey what's up yeah because they're surrounded by all these yes people and all these people that do all this stuff for them I don't get it I mean as much as I've been like enamored with people um as a fan yeah I think that and you've seen me in it with them like mm-hmm. I don't fawn all over anybody no like I don't I'm not gonna first of all that's just not me yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that yeah it's like you can appreciate their work but you're not like kissing their butt no right like that's not gonna happen yeah yeah it's so weird and and we've talked about this before just that you know sometimes people kind of go off the deep end with yeah. it yeah and and I mean speaking of a past interview of Panic at the Disco everyone loves how the, the way that you ask her questions instead of being like you know you're so great your music's so great you know instead you ask like intelligent questions and had like a fun time with them ask him private stuff that he talked about people like that well and that's the thing I wanted to just connect with him like a person because we're both from big families tiny Mm -hmm. houses whatever Mm -hmm. um, that we were able to just be two people sitting there having a conversation yeah rather than like I don't need to know ask the same questions everybody else has just asked you right I don't know it gets old yeah for anybody and it doesn't help anybody you want to you know what I mean you want to ask different kind of questions think of different things to ask them you know I I work at it it's a challenge and you know this is kind of why we you and I I think need to get back in here and just talk about what we're doing what our lives are you know what's happening in our lives mm-hmm. outside of always having a celebrity with us yeah because that's kind of how this whole thing started with you and I right. running around all over town and then ah yeah I mean it's great we got we got a lot of attention mm-hmm. and then pretty soon we're sitting here with like Oscar winners and I'm like whoa we're getting off track <laughs> you know um yeah. <laughs> so it's it's kind of cool that we're able to dip in here and and do our thing too yeah absolutely it's been a good show we've got plenty coming up we do have some guests coming in studio we do soonish <laughs> very soon so, we don't want to jinx them too i 
mean, as soon as you talk about their name, then it's all of a sudden, oh, got canceled. I'm not doing it. Yeah, don't do it. I've been in this business too long <laughs> to promise anything. Yeah, but once it's in the can, then. Okay, well, you know what? We're going we're gonna to wrap this up because we actually have a very long day, and I need to go to a meeting with Continental Motors because they're going to give me a new car to drive around. Oh. I know. Fun. I need one. You've seen my car. <laughs> I mean, well, it gets you where you need to go. It does. It's been amazing, but it's also like dinged up on all sides, and I haven't washed it since before winter. Are you ready to buy a new one? No, I'm just going to drive theirs right now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know they're going to try to talk you into it. Probably, but there's- (laughs) We'll get you a deal. There's the reality side of it. Nope, I'm just going to drive yours around for a while. Okay. They're giving me different cars all year. Oh. So I don't have to deal with it until 2020. Wow. Uh, I know. This is cool. I know, kind of exciting. Maybe I'll pick you up. Okay. All right, well, we'll catch up with you because I'm going to run off to that. Hopefully they have some breakfast in there because I am starving, Marvin. Okay. All right, we'll catch up with you next week on Nonstop.